thank him for keeping us safe and secure. Amen. We want to go to the Lord in prayer again this morning. Amen. And ask him to continue to touch our nation, touch our people, touch the church. Amen. Touch each life. Amen. There's so many that needs a touch of the Lord for their eyes to be open, for their understanding to be enlightened. Amen. That they would come to know the Lord and trust in him and not in man. Amen. Praise God. Father, we look to you again this morning. Jesus, you are the great I am, the way, the truth, the life, and the door. And God, you said if two or three are gathered together in your name, there you are in the mix of us. So God, and we're so thankful that your presence is with us this morning. We're so thankful, Lord God, for your goodness towards us. God, we need you in this nation. We need you in our churches. We need you in our homes and our families and our loved ones. Oh, God, we're asking you to touch each and every one today, God. Open their understanding, enlightenment, oh, God. Bring clear understanding to their souls this morning, oh, God. Let them not lean to their own understanding, God, but in all their ways acknowledge you that you may direct their paths, oh, God. Touch them again this morning, God, I pray, Lord. Let your will be done. Touch, O oh God, I pray, Lord, let your glory be over them, Lord, in every heart and every mind and every thought. You are God and God alone, Lord. Help us, O oh God, I pray, to walk worthy of the Lord unto all please and being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. We thank you today, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that those that are sick in body today, O oh God, that you reach down upon them, Lord, right now, Lord. My dear friend, O oh God, Brother Denny Thompson today, that you would touch him, Lord. The Abergs, O oh God. I pray that you touch Brother Steve and his household today, O oh God. Minister to them, Lord God. Uh, many, O oh God, has been diagnosed with this virus, O oh God. I pray that you touch, Lord, those that has passed away from it, O oh God. I pray, Lord, that you touch their hearts and their minds and their thoughts in this time of bereavement, O oh God. Touch the families today of those, O oh God, I pray, Lord Jesus. Uh, o oh God, there's many that has concerns today, and I pray that you would touch them, Lord God, and give them wisdom and knowledge and understanding of you and your way, God, that they may come to know you more, Lord. Bless them in every place, O oh God, I pray, God, this day, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. For above all else, I must be saved. For above all else, I must be saved. Lord, whatever you have, to do to me, don't let me be lost for eternity, for above all else I must be saved, for above all else. I must be saved, for above all else, I must be saved, Lord, whatever you have to do to me, 
Don't let me be lost for eternity, for above all else I must be saved, for above all else I must be saved. For above all else, I must be saved. So, Lord, whatever you have to do to me, don't let me be lost for eternity. For above all else, I must be saved, for above all else, I must be saved, for above all else, I must be saved, Lord, whatever you have to do to me. Don't let me be lost for eternity. For above all else, I must be saved. Jesus be the Lord of all. Jesus be the Lord of all. Jesus be the Lord of all. The kingdoms of my heart. Jesus be the Lord of all. Jesus be the Lord of all. Jesus be the Lord of all. The kingdoms of my heart. For above all else, I must be saved, for above all else, I must be saved, Lord, whatever you have to do to me, don't let me be lost for eternity. For above all else, I must be saved. Is that your prayer this morning? Is that your prayer to the Lord this morning? God, whatever you have to do in me, don't let me be lost for eternity, oh God. 
Lord, whatever you got to do in this life, oh God, whatever you got to take away from me, oh God, whatever you have to do, Lord, don't ever let me be lost. Don't let me die without a star in my crown. Don't let me die, oh God, without knowing you and coming into a relationship with you, oh God. Above everything else in my life, oh God. First and foremost, Lord, I must be saved. Uh, oh, God, I'm thankful that you made a way, amen, to get me saved. Oh, God, uh, I am so thankful, Lord, above everything, uh, no matter my financial status, no matter my status of positions uh, in life that I may hold, none of it, God, uh, compares uh, to being saved and being with you forever and ever, God. Anything in my life, God, that can hinder me and prevent me, oh God, from reigning with you forever and ever, I need you to remove it. Take it out of me, oh God. Search me, oh God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there's wickedness in me, God, and lead me in the paths everlasting. Whatever you got to do, Jesus, whatever you got to do in this life, of mine. Don't you let me be lost for eternity, God. You have the power. You have the ability, the script to take away. I give you my life. I give you my all. Whatever it takes, God, to save me above everything else, oh God. Whatever it takes, God, I must be saved, oh Lord. I must first and foremost be saved, oh God. Oh God, it's not about a job. It's not about a status of life, oh God. I've got to be saved, Jesus. And only you can save me, oh God. Only you can make a way to save me, oh God. Let it happen according to your perfect will. Oh God, hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the glorious name of Jesus. Oh, I worship you, Jesus. I praise you, my Lord. I praise you, my God. You are everything to me, and you're so much more. Oh, God, I thank you today, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. We'll hold to his hand. God's unchanging hand. You've got to hold to his hand. God's unchanging hand. You've got to build your hopes on things eternal. You've got to hold to God's unchanging hand. Oh, you've got to hold to His hand. Oh, God's unchanging hand. You've got to hold to His hand. Oh, God's unchanging hand. You've got to be Jehovah's on things eternal. You've got to hold. 
to God's unchanging hand. Oh, you've got to hold to His hand. Oh, God's unchanging hand. You've got to hold to His hand. Oh, God's unchanging hand. You've got to build your hopes on things eternal. You've got to hold to God's unchanging hand. Well, time is filled with swift transition. Not a earth move can stand. Well, build your hopes on things eternal. Oh, hold to God's unchanging hand. Oh, you've got to hold his hand. Oh, God's unchanging hand, you've got to hold to his hand. God's unchanging hand, you've got to build your hopes on things eternal. You've got to hold to God's unchanging hand. Well, trust in Him who will not leave you. Whatsoever years may bring, well, if my earthly friends forsaken, you've got to still more closely to him cling. Well, you've got to hold to his hand. You got to hold to God's hand. You've got to hold to his hand. God's unchanging hand. You've got to be your hopes on things eternal. You've got to hold to God's unchanging hand. Hallelujah. Oh, hold to his hand, church. Hold to God's unchanging hand. He's the same yesterday, today. And forever you've got to build your hopes uh, on things eternal. The Apostle Paul says, if you be risen with Christ, uh, then seek those things which are above where Christ uh, is seated on the right hand of the throne. Uh, set your affections on things above uh, and not on things of this earth. For you are dead uh, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Uh, hallelujah. Thank God. Oh, hold to his hand. Hold to God's unchanging hand. Build your hopes today on things eternal. Amen. We're going to be with the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Well, just over in the glory land, I'll join the happy angel band. Just over in the glory land. Just over in the glory land. There will the mighty host I'll stand. Just over in the glory land, I've a home prepared where the saints abide. Just over in the glory land, and I long to be by my Savior's side. Just over in the glory land, well, just over in the glory land, I'll join the happy angel band. Just over in the glory land, just over in the glory land, there will the mighty host I'll stand just over in the glory land. Well, I am on my way to those mansions fair. Just over in the glory land. There to sing God's praise and His glory share. Just over in the glory land. Well, just over in the glory land. I'll join the happy angel band. Just over in the glory land. Well, just over in the glory land. There will the mighty host I'll stand. Just over in the glory land. What a joyful thought that my Lord I'll see. Just over in the glory land. And with kindred saved there forever be. Just over in the glory land. Just over in the glory land, I'll join the happy angel band. Just over in the glory land, just over in the glory land, there will the mighty host I'll stand just over in the glory land. With the blood-washed throne, I will shout and sing just over in the glory land. Glad Hosanna to Christ 
the Lord and King, just over in the glory land. Well, just over in the glory land, I'll join the happy angel band. Just over in the glory land. Well, just over in the glory land. There with the mighty host I'll stand. Just over in the glory land. Well, just over. In the glory land, I'll join the happy angel band. Just over in the glory land, just over in the glory land, there with the mighty host I'll stand. Just over in the glory land. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Just over in the glory land. There with the mighty host I'll stand. Praise God. I, I wonder what instrument God will help me play. <laughs> Praise God. I wonder if it be a dulcimer or cornet or flute or harp or trumpet. Amen. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see. Amen. When I get in the band, maybe take me back to elementary school where I just had the two blocks of wood to play, you know. Praise God. it would be something. Well, we'll be in the band. I don't care. As <laughs> long as I'm in the band. As <laughs> long as I'm there. That's the important thing. As long as I'm there. Amen. Praise God. That's what I want more than anything is just to be there. Praise God. It's so good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And ways of announcements this morning. Praise God. Got some things coming up. Amen. Tupelo Children Mansion. Amen. $25 Walmart gift cards. Please give by the 6th of December next Sunday. Amen. Bring them and turn them in. Amen. Praise God. $25 gift cards for Tupelo Children's Mansion. Amen. In Tupelo, Mississippi. So please remember that also. Also, Christmas for Christ Pledge. Amen. Please give by the 13th of December. This is to help start new churches, new works in our state and around the globe. Amen. We want to be a part of this. Amen. So also, amen, whatever pledges you made, that would be due by the 13th. Amen. We're excited about what God is doing here in Wisconsin and other places. Amen. I mean, I see and become a part of the uh, church and day program. Amen. It lets me know that the church is in good hands and to watch and see what God is doing. Amen. Christmas Christ, as Brother DeMove mentioned, that the briefing is started right here in Wisconsin. Amen. But Brother Jack Yance, amen, amen, and his family, they wanted to do something for God instead of just buy gifts, so they went for go there own gifts that Christmas and gave the money to missionaries, amen, to the Lehmans, amen, and so praise God. What a story, what a story, what a story. And from that, millions has been uh, developed, given, and amen, and churches and people have been saved, 
Amen. Because a man had a vision from God to do something. Amen. We can't outbeat God's given. Amen. Also, our Adopt-A-Missionary offering helps make Christmas bright for our missionaries and their children. Amen. On the missions field. Amen. So please give your offering by December the 20th for that one uh, as well. Amen. Adopt the missionary. Amen. You can adopt a missionary also by praying for our missionaries. As Sister Linda, our missions director, always talks about having a missionary to pray for and getting to know them. Amen. Adopt them. Amen. Praise God. Isn't it amazing, you know, that this title, Adopt the Missionary, God adopted us into his family, right? Amen. So, we need to adopt our missionaries in, amen, to our families, amen, to pray for them and write them letters and, you know, encourage them and build them up and edify them and see where we can help them. Amen. I know our missionaries that we support and has adopted, amen, when I get letters from them of what they are doing and what God is doing on the foreign fields through them and their families, amen, I get excited to know that my family, amen, is is doing something in the kingdom of God. You know, we pray and ask God to use our family and our children, amen, in the kingdom of God. And what did the Bible say? I have no greater joy to hear that my children are walking in truth, amen. So adopt a missionary offering, amen, amen. This uh, Christmas, amen, if you can give more, give more than what you pledged, amen, whatever we want to help, amen, wherever we can. Also, uh, if you're giving online, amen, uh, to this ministry here, amen, because you can't come to church for some reason, please, amen, we have different ways. You can go to caclacrosse.org and give on our GiveLify app, amen, at Calvary Apostolic Church there, amen. We appreciate that, amen, to give to the kingdom and building up of the kingdom here as well in La Crosse, Wisconsin. So if you can help us, amen, in any way, shape, form, or fashion, amen, we appreciate it so dearly and so much, amen. Amen. God loves a cheerful giver, amen. Praise God, amen. Thank you, amen. So keep one another in prayer. Keep lifting up one another, amen. Keep our uh, ministers lifted up, amen, across the globe, all our pastors and saints of God, amen. They all need Amen. Uh, a lot of prayer, a lot of encouragement. Amen. During this time, same like everybody does, you know. So, amen. They're carrying a lot of weight. They're carrying a lot of concerns. Amen. Right now. And so, continue to remember them. Remember me. I've got a, our district has a board meeting this week. Uh, amen. And so I need prayer for that. Amen. As we travel to do that as well. So continue to pray for our district this week as we uh, get together for our district board meetings and deal with issues and situations and things for the district. Amen. And continue to remember our district superintendent and his family. Amen. Brother Bernard. Amen. And Brother uh, Graham and his family. So many people, so many people need the Lord. Amen. So they need covering. They need the blood of Jesus. Over us, all of us, all of us, amen, all of us, amen. We Everybody needs the Lord, praise God. Isaiah chapter 6 today, Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1 through verse 3. Isaiah, prophet Isaiah chapter 6. Verse 1 through verse 3. Scripture reads, 
in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up. And his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face. With twain he covered his feet. And with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Amen. Holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty, which was and which is and is to come. Amen. And I want to preach to you from this thought today. The year that King Uzziah died. The year that King Uzziah died. Father, we exalt you again today. God, we magnify you. We exalt you again. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove, stay with us, O God. Lord, I truly appreciate you, and I truly appreciate your wisdom, your knowledge, your understanding. And I ask you, dear God, to give me wisdom and knowledge for your people. Open my understanding that I may know truth, O God, and lead me according to thy perfect will. We ask you to bless your people today, O Father. Son, my voice, touch their hearts, touch their minds, and touch their hearts. In Jesus' precious name, amen. And you may be seated. Amen. The year that King Uzziah died, one of the things about death is that it opens our eyes. Our eyes are opened. It often takes us by surprise. When we hear a person's death, usually the first questions that run through our mind is, how old were they? That's usually the first thoughts that start to run through our minds, is how old were they? If they were 70 or 80 or 90 years old, we say, Oh, well, that's good. But if they're younger than that, we go, oh, that was so young. Do we think that life comes with an age limit before we die? Jesus said that no man knows the minute or the hour that the Son of Man shall come. Moses writing in Psalms chapter 90, verse 9 through 12. Moses, Psalms chapter 90, verse 9 through 12 says, For all of our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are three score and ten. And if by reason of strength there be four score, yet is there strength labor and sorrow for it is soon cut off and we fly away who knoweth the power of thine anger even according to thy fear so is thy wrath so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom amen moses is saying here look he says 
three score and ten if it's seventy, but by strength God allows you to live till you are eighty years old. He says you're you're still going to have strength and you're going to still have some weakness in your strength and you're going to still have labor, amen. And there's going to be sorrow. He says, but then all of a sudden it's gone. You're going to fly away. He says, so teach us to number our days so we can apply our hearts to wisdom, having this understanding uh, that, amen, we're going to have labor and sorrow and strength. Uh, he says, you need to apply your heart to wisdom to understand what well, someday is still going to be cut off and you're going to fly away. So you need to have the wisdom and the knowledge just because it is lifting, amen, does not mean, uh, amen, you're not going to face judgment. You've got to be ready for the coming of the Lord. Amen. And you need to prepare yourself. You need to take wisdom and knowledge. Uh, as Solomon says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get an understanding. Solomon goes on in Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 7, verse 2. Solomon says, it is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting. For that is the end of all men, and the living will lay it to his heart. Uh, he says, look here. Amen. He says, when you go to a funeral, he says, it's supposed to give you a wake-up call. Uh, he says, because that's the end state. Uh, that's where we're all going to wind up. Uh, and we need to realize and apply our hearts and, and apply it to my heart to realize I've got to be ready. I don't know the time. I don't know when the Lord is going to say, Rufus, it's time for you to get out of here. It's time for you to come uh, away. Amen. I don't know, so I have to apply my heart. I, I've got to be ready. Uh, tomorrow's not promised. Uh, Jesus says, seek ye first uh, the kingdom of God and His righteousness, uh, and all these things uh, shall be added to you. Uh, don't spend all your time uh, trying to get rich, uh, trying to get established in this world. Uh, this world is not your home. We're just passing through. Your treasures are to be laid up somewhere beyond the blue. Amen. We need to realize that God is coming and we don't know when. Man, praise God. The Bible says in Second Chronicles 26, 3 and 5, 16 years old was Uzziah when he began to reign. And he reigned for 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jacaliah of Jerusalem. And he did that which was right and the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah did. And he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, watch this, God made him to prosper. As long as he sought God, amen, 16 years old, that's a young life to start out with. And he reigned for 52 years. And 
And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. As long as you seek the Lord, you're going to prosper. As long as you pray, as long as you read the Word of God, as long as you cast your cares upon the Lord, you're going to prosper. You see, the name Uzziah means the strength of Jehovah. Amen. His name means my strength is Jehovah. Amen. The Lord is my strength, David said, and my salvation. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. David says, amen, seek the Lord. Amen. Isaiah said, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his ways and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let them return unto the Lord. And he shall have mercy and shall abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. And neither are my ways your ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways your ways. And my thoughts than your thoughts. We need to seek the Lord. As long as he sought the Lord, he prospered. Amen. 2 Chronicles 26.9 says, Moreover, Amen, Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gates and at the valley gates and at the turning of the wall and fortified them. Also, he built towers in the desert and digged many wells. And he had much cattle, both in the low country and in the plains. Husbandmen also, and wine dresses in the mountains, and in Carmel, for he loved husbandry. He loved the farm. Amen. The guy's a king, but he loves the farm. Check this out. Amen. And as long as he saw God, God is making him prosper. Look what he's got here. Notice what he says. He's got cattle everywhere. Amen. He's building towers everywhere. This guy's really prospering. Amen. Verse 11, moreover, Uzziah had a host of fighting men that went out to war by bands, according to the number of their account, by the hands of Jael, the scribe of Maaseah, the ruler under the hand of Hananiah, one of the king's captains. The whole number of the chief of the fathers of the mighty men of valor were 2,600. And under his hands was an army, 300,700. 307,500 that made war with mighty power to help the king against his enemies. Look, he's got a strong army. This guy's got everything going for him. Amen. And Uzziah prepared for them throughout all the host, shields and spears and helmets and hebagons and bows and slings to cast stones and he made in Jerusalem engines and vented by cunning men to be on the tower and upon the bulwarks to shoot arrows and great stones withal. And his name spread far abroad, for he was marvelously helped till he was strong. Notice, this guy has got everything. Amen. He built what was known 
as the catapults. Amen. They could throw javelins. They could throw arrows. And today, that would be our artillery, our our our, our mi- missile launching system was was patterned based on this. Amen. This guy has got everything going for him here. Notice, Amen. He loves husbandry. Amen. Jesus says in John 15, "I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman." Amen. They love. He loved to be out in the countryside. He loved what he was doing. He built vineyards. Amen. He had everything going for him here. He was his name was spread abroad. He was doing great. Amen. He was marvelously helped by not only God, but he was marvelously helped by men. Amen. Until he was strong. Amen. Notice once his fame began to spread, he became famous. He became strong. Amen. He lifted himself up. He allowed pride to get into his heart. He allowed pride to get into his ways. He started to self-exalt himself. He became disobedient to God's word. He became presumptuous to think that he could do whatever he wanted. And he became arrogant. He became prideful. He became disobedient. As long as he sought God, he prospered. But now, all of a sudden, amen, he gets into a point that where he starts feeling, I can do what I want to do. I've seen it time and time again that men and women start seeking God when they come in the church and because they don't have. And as long as they seek God, God provides for them. God takes care of them. They are prospering. Then all of a sudden, they get a good job. Things start going right for them. And then all of a sudden, they start thinking, I don't need God. They walk away from the church. They don't come to church. They're not committed to the things of God as they once were before. In other words, they think they're strong. They think they can do it all on their own, not realizing that Pride go before destruction, and a haughty spirit will go before a fall. The psalmist says, David says, Lord, keep back thy servant from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright and shall be innocent from the great transgressions. David says, Lord, there in Psalms 19.13, he says, you keep me back from pride. You keep me back from arrogance because I know there's going to be a judgment against sin upon this earth and in the lives of men. So David says, Lord, don't let pride and arrogance, which is sin, get dominion over me. God, whatever you have to do, don't you let me be lost for eternity. For above all else, I've got to be saved. Amen. We must realize, amen, that the eyes should be open every time there's a death. Every time we hear there's a death, it should give us a wake-up call. We should have our eyesight open to realize someday we're going that way too and to get ready and prepare ourselves to have the wisdom and the knowledge of God to know what we ought to do.
praise God. The Bible goes on in Second Chronicles 26, 16. But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. Wow. For he transgressed it against the Lord his God and went into the temple of the Lord to burn incense upon the altar of incense. You would think, yeah, going in to just worship. <laughs> ah. And Ezraziah, the priest, went in after him, and with him, eighty priests of the Lord that were valiant men. And it's something the priest wasn't afraid to fight. <laughs> you, you find that a lot of times you see some of these prophets and some of them they talk about in the wars. Amen. They was priests. They was willing to fight. Amen. And they withstood Uzziah the king and said unto him, It pertaineth not to the Uzziah to burn incense unto the Lord, but to the priests, the sons of Aaron, that are consecrated to burn incense. Go out of the sanctuary, for thou hast trespassed. Neither shall it be for thine honor from the Lord God." Then Uzziah was wroth and had a censer in his hand to burn incense. And while he was wroth with the priest, the leprosy even rose up in his forehead before the priest of the house of the Lord from beside the incense altar. And Azariah, the chief priest, and all the priests looked upon him, and behold, he was lepers in his forehead, and they thrust him out from thence. Yea, himself hastened also to go out, before, because the Lord had smitten him. And Uzziah the king was a lepers until the day of his death, uh, and dwelt in several houses, being a leper, for he was cut off from the house of the Lord, and Jotham his son was over the king's house, judging the people of the land. Now the rest of the acts of Uzziah, first and last, did Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, write. So Uzziah slept with his fathers, and they buried him with his fathers in the field of the burial, which belongs to the kings. For they said, He is a leper, and Jotham his son reigned in his stead. And because Uzziah allowed his heart to be lifted up with pride, he thought that he could go unto the house of the Lord and offer incense, which was only done by the priests. Amen. He did not stay fast in the things of God. Amen. Don't allow yourself to be lifted up. Don't allow pride to get into your heart. Amen. To where you think you can do what you want to do and you can rebel against God's authority. Amen. Let me encourage you today. Consider your ways. Amen. Stop and take inventory of your life. Amen. When Gehazi followed after Naaman, after Elijah had said, you're not going to pay me for what God has done. Amen. Elijah. Amen. Gehazi followed up the Naaman. Amen. And Naaman gave him gold and silver and clothes. And they brought it back. 
And when Gehazi appeared before Elijah, Elijah said there in Second Kings 5, he says, where you been, Gehazi? He says, I have not been anywhere. He says, oh, yes, you have, because my spirit did not go with you. You need to realize when you go, if God's spirit, the man of God's spirit, don't go with you, amen, you're going on your own. And he says, is it time to get riches? Amen. And as a result, Eliza said to Gehazi, the leopard that was upon Naaman is now upon you. Amen. You can be strong. Amen. In the Lord and in the power of his might. But when you go against God's word, he don't have any problem with smacking you down. Amen. We need to realize. Amen. That death is on the doorstep. Death is coming. Isaiah says in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. Isaiah got his eyes open. He realized. He says, Woe is me, for I am undone, for I am a man of unclean lips, for I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts, he realized in the year that King Uzziah died, I need to make a change. When he saw God in his operation, when he saw God in his majesty, when he saw God in his beauty, he realized when he got a peep into heavenly kingdom and the heavenly thrones, Isaiah realized, I am not ready to meet God. He realized I needed to do something about my life. King Uzziah's death opened up Isaiah's eyes. It opened up his understanding. Anytime there's a death, it is supposed to open your eyes where you see the Lord. It is to give you an understanding. Anytime there's a death, it is supposed to open your eyes that you see that I'm going that way someday myself. Uh, anytime there's a death, uh, there is supposed to be a wake-up call. There's supposed to be a self-examination of yourself. Uh, as Paul said to the church at Corinth, uh, examine yourself, uh, whether you be in the faith. Uh, prove your own self. Uh, know you're not how that Christ is in you, but I trust, uh, unless you be a reprobate, uh, but I trust that you know that you're not a reprobate. Anytime that there's a death, it is to cause you to realize that age is not a limit to death. Anytime there's a death, we need to always be ready because once we close our eyes and go to the grave, we don't get a second chance. As a matter of fact, Job tells us in Job 17, 13, if I wait, the grave is going to be my house. Now, when I see a death, I need to realize I, too, must be saved. Above all else, I must be
be saved. That's why Peter said when they asked him on the day of Pentecost, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises to you and to your children and to all that are far off even as men as the Lord our God shall call. What many other words did he testify and exalt saying, save yourselves from this untoward generation. And they that gladly received his word was baptized and they were added unto them the same day about 3,000 souls and they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine, breaking the bread and prayer. Praise God. There should be a wake-up call to get ready. Job says in Job 17, 13, if I wait, the grave is my house. But if I prepare, then heaven is my home. Praise God. Job goes on in verse 30, chapter 30, verse 24. Job said, how be it? He will not stretch out his hand to the grave, though they cry in his destruction. Amen. Job says, God is not going to reach for you in the grave. Amen. You need to get it ready before. Amen. And so Job says, if I wait, amen, then all I got is the grave, because that's going to be my home. Amen. But if I prepare now, amen, knowing is coming someday. Amen. When the trumpet sound and the dead in Christ shall rise first and those of us remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. A funeral is more than just going to pay respect or eat a funeral sandwich. A funeral is designed to get your heart right, to prepare yourself. Amen. For the coming of the Lord. Amen. Any time we read the story in the Bible about the ten plagues, when we hear that tenth plague that God brought upon Egypt, it's supposed to open your eyes. When you read the story of how many of the children of Israel fell dead in the wilderness, it is supposed to open your eyes. When you read the story of Noah and the ark, it is supposed to open your eyes. For Peter says, eight souls was saved by water, wherein baptism doth now also save us, not the putting away of the fifth of the flesh, but as an answer of God by clear conscience. We need to realize these stories. When we read the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, and the only one that escaped was Lot, it is supposed to be a wake-up call to prepare us, to get us ready. When we read the story of Lazarus and the rich man. It is a wake-up call that heaven and hell are both real, and we're going to spend eternity and one of the other. And so we need to have a wake-up call. In the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah says, I saw the Lord. My eyes were open, and I realized I was not ready to meet the Lord. Praise God. In Daniel chapter 5, Daniel, here we know the story. If you read your Bible, 
Nebuchadnezzar's son, Belshazzar. Belshazzar had a feast. And as a result, he called for all the gold and the silver vessels that had been brought from captivity out of Jerusalem to Babylon. Amen. And he was going to drink wine and have a party. Daniel chapter 5 there. Amen. And, amen. And all of a sudden, a hand came out and wrote on the wall, Many, many takely little farsens. And Belshazzar, when he saw that hand, I mean, he was so afraid his knees was just clacking together. Prophesying, if he had some symbols between his knees, man, he'd have been making some music. <laughs> but he was afraid. And he wanted to know what that meaning meant. And as a result, he, the astrologers and the smooth sayers and the seers, uh, nobody could translate it for him. Amen. But then one of the queens says to him, you've got a man in your kingdom that your father set up, one Daniel. Amen. He will interpret. In him is the spirit of the Most High God. And he'll interpret your dream. He'll interpret the, the image of the handwriting on the wall. And when he summons for Daniel, and when Daniel came before him, he began to tell Daniel, and Daniel began to open his understanding. Daniel says, you Belshazzar, amen. He began to tell him about how God had dealt with his father. And he says, you know this, but yet you did not change your heart. You did not change your way, amen. You followed the same pursuit, I'm paraphrasing phrasing here. You can read it in your own discourse and your own time here. But he says you did not take heed to what happened to your father. But now this is the interpretation. Many amen. You are weighed in the balance. In other words, God has numbered your kingdom and it is finished. He says, Tecular, thou are weighed in the balance and you are found warning for sins. Amen. Amen. For sins. Thy kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and the Persians. And that night he was slain. It was all done. Amen. What should have been a sign to him of what happened to his father to prepare himself? Amen. He did not prepare himself. Amen. So as a result, he missed the wake-up call. He did not have his eyes open. But Isaiah says, Oh, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. He says, And I said, Woe is me, Isaiah 6-5, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the serpents unto me, having a live coal in his hands, which he had taken with the tongues from up the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth, and said, Lo, this has touched thy lips, thine iniquities are taken away, and thy sins purged. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, Lord, send me. And he says, Go. 
and tell this people, hear ye, but understand not, see ye indeed, and perceive not, make the hearts of this people fat, make their ears heavy, and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and convert, and be healed. Then said our Lord, how long? And he answered, until the city be wasted without inhabitants, and the house be without man, and the land be utterly desolate, and the Lord has removed men far away, and there be a great forsaken in the midst of the land. But yet in it shall be a tent. And it shall return, and shall be eaten, as the till tree, and as the oak whose substance is in them, when they cast forth their leaves, so shall the holy seed be the substance therein. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are not seen was made by things which does not appear. By faith, Abel, open unto God a more excellent sacrifice than king, whereby God testifying of his gifts, and by them he be dead, yet speak it. By faith, Enoch walked with God, that he should not see death, for God translated him. But before his death, he had this testimony, that it pleased God. For without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen it yet, moved with fear, prepared his house to the saving of his soul, by which he also condemned the world and became the heirs of righteousness, which is by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to God to go out into a country that he would afterwards receive, went out not knowing where he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Jacob and Isaac, the heirs of the same promise, because he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. For he looked for a city which had foundation, whose builder and maker was God. I come to tell you, the year that King Uzziah died, amen, that any time there's a death, it should open your eyes. If there have ever been a time to get yourself ready for the coming of the Lord, it is now. This pandemic is a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call. We need to be ready. We need to ensure that the blood is on the doorpost. I'm not talking about where you dwell. I'm talking about on this temple. Amen. Where Christ dwell. Amen. We need to have the blood of Jesus Christ upon our lives. Amen. We need to share our racial relationship, our commitment, our dedication to the Lord. It's just like Esther, just like Ruth. 
truth, uh, just like Paul, when Paul says, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. I forget those things which are behind, and I reach forth to those things which are before. I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. We need to get ready like Ruth, when she says to Naomi, and treat me not to leave you. Where you go, I will go. Your people will be my people. Where you stay, I will stay. Your God will be my God. And where you die, there will I also die. Amen. And there where I will be. But I'm not going back. We need to realize this should be a wake-up call. I'm not here to discourage you this morning. I'm not here to cause you to fear. I'm not here to cause gloom and doom. I come this morning to give you a wake-up call. Amen. To get yourself ready for the coming of the Lord. 2020 has opened some eyes, but wait till 2021 and 2022 come. The Lord has already told me it's going to be worse than 2020. We need to get ready. Just like Isaiah says, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. When David spoke to Abner, he said to Abner, Abner, you die like a fool die. He says, your hands was not in stocks. Neither were your feet in fetters. You could have fought, Abner, but you didn't do anything about it. And you died as a fool. You don't want to die as a fool, my brothers and sisters. You're getting a warning this morning. Get ready, for the Lord shall draw nigh. Jesus says, when you see all these things coming upon the earth, he says, lift up your head, because your redemption draw it nigh. He says, as it was in the days of Noah, there was marriage and giving in marriage. There was drinking, there was parting, and Noah went in the ark. He says, as it was in the days of Lot, they bought, they sold, they bought, they married, they had parties. But Lot went out of Sodom and Gomorrah, and it rained fire and brimstone from heaven. Seeing that you know these things, Paul says, what matter a person are you to be in all holiness and godliness? Amen. Preparing ourselves for the coming of the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. I saw the Lord high and lifted up. Are you prepared? Are you prepared? When you hear of death, it's not a time to just brush it off and say, oh, I'm so sorry. That's a wake-up call. None of us know. Praise God. Have you considered eternity lately? Have you considered eternity lately? It's coming. Heaven and hell are both eternal. And we're going to spend eternity one place or the other. Isaiah, wow, had it all. Amen. As long as he sought God, he prospered. But something got into his heart. The fame. The prosperity of life got into his heart that he did no longer seek God. 
And he took matters into his own hand. And as a result, he went in to do what was not his job. Amen. He had all the help he needed. He had priests. He had people to do the stuff he needed to do. This story is a wake-up call. Amen. To not let pride, not let arrogance, not let things because you think you've got a little money in the bank, just because you think you've got it all good, you got a good job. Amen. And you forget God. Amen. The Bible tells us whatever you do, don't forget God. Amen. You got to keep God in his rightful place. You can think you've got it made, but there's a thing called death that is coming. And we've all got to stand before the judgment seats of God to give an account of the things that is done in this life, whether it be good or whether it be evil. And I want to be able to hear him say to me, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord, which has been prepared for you from the foundation of the earth. For I was hungry, and you gave me meat. I was thirsty, you gave me drink. I was naked, and you clothed me. Sick, and you visited me. In prison, and you came to me. And when will you say, when you've done it to the least of these, my brethren, you have done it? to me, but if you have not done those things, he says, bind him and cast him to everlasting darkness and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Praise God. The eye opener. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. Give us a wake up. Open up my understanding, oh God. Open mine eyes, O God, that I may behold the wonders out of thy law. Let the story of the rich man and Lazarus reign into people's hearts today, O God. Let them realize, O God, that heaven and hell are both eternal. Let us realize, God, to prepare ourselves to get ready, O God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. I thank you again this morning, God. I praise you again this morning. I thank you for Calvary this morning. I thank you for the blood that you shed for my salvation, O God, for my sins, O God. I thank you, Lord God, that I have an opportunity, God, to prepare my heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For above all else, I must be saved. For above all else, I must be saved, Lord. Whatever you have to do to me, don't let me be lost for eternity. Above all else, I must be saved. For above all else, I must be saved. 
For above all else, I must be saved, Lord. Whatever you have to do to me, don't let me be lost for eternity. For above all else, I must be saved. For above all else, I must be saved. For above all else, I must be saved, Lord, whatever you have to do to me. Don't let me be lost for eternity, for above all else, I must be saved on Calvary's hill of sorrow where sins demands were paid and raised of hope for tomorrow across our paths were laid oh yes I see a crimson stream of blood it flows from Calvary, and its waves which reach the throne of God are sweeping over me today. No condemnation abides to turn away my soul from his salvation. He's in my heart to stay. Oh, yes, I see a crimson stream of blood. It flows from Calvary and its waves which reached the throne of God are sweet 
Sleeping over me when gloom and sadness whispers you've sinned, no use to pray. I look away to Jesus and he tells me to say oh yes I see a crimson stream of blood it flows from Cal and its waves which reach the throne of God are sweeping over me and when we reach the were lie forever reigns the grand host grand final will be this glad refrain Oh, yes, I see a crimson stream of blood. It flows from Calvary and its waves which reach the throne of God. Our sweet over me is over me. Jesus, I thank you today, God. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your warning. I thank you for your instructions. God, I thank you for your goodness and grace and kindness and love for your people. I thank you, God, that you give us warnings and calls us to remembrance over and afresh and anew day by day. God, may we continue to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly before you. And we thank you again today, God, for your people. God, I pray that their hearts would be melted like wax before a candle, O God, today. And that their Lord Jesus would turn their hearts to you and serve you with a pure heart fervently, O God. Help us through, Lord, I pray, God. We thank you today, God, and we praise you. We honor you, and we thank you. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Don't forget Bible study Wednesday night. Hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Continue to be excited. Amen. Life of service this month we'll be talking about. Amen. So come on in the room. Amen. God bless you. Good dismissing Jesus' name.